Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Here are your hosts, Scott from Reindeer Studios, Andy Summers, Mike the Godfather, and yours truly, Zane Savage. First, we have a special segment from one of our hosts, and that's coming from Andy. Andy, take it away. <laughs> All right. Well, me and Mr. Godfather, who is in Florida presently, made a little side bet with uh, now I'm paying up my end of the bargain on this one, that we had bet a book of stamps, big, big bucks, with the Bruins and Lightning playoff game. And as part of the deal, I have to admit that, the Tampa Bay Lightning kicked the living crap out of the Boston Bruins. We lost very poorly. My son is actually yelling because he heard me just say that because he's a Lightning fan, which is <laughs> hell in my house. But I will admit, Tampa Bay kicked our butts. They came out gunning. They beat us fiercely. I don't even know what the word is right there, but they will be the Stanley Cup champions this year. And they will beat the crap out of Ben Bishop in the Dallas Net and was that Hulak is the backup there for them too, former Bruin too. But this is my end. Um, they killed us. They beat us. They beat us down. We're no good. We suck. We Ooh. are golfing right now. They're still playing in a rank someplace. And who's who's the better team? The Tampa Bay Lightning is definitely the better team. Thank you. And okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> wow, that was painful. Woo. Yes, Brought to you was. by Andy Summers. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to TTM of the week. Who won? Uh, TTM of the week is uh, we have people send in TTMs and we pick the best one. And this week's winner is Caleb C. Caleb C. You won with a John Ham autograph. And you can see that right here. Awesome return, Caleb. And that gets him entered into the TTM of the season contest. And uh, the winner of that contest gets the following autographs. Wayne Gretzky, Gordy Howe, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Nolan Ryan, Joe Namath, Sally Ride, Jim Irwin, Daniel Radcliffe, Brian Cranston, and Bart Starr. So uh, remember, that's that every, the winner gets all for that. So enter. Um, yeah, you have to get the TTM within the two weeks between the shows. And you have to submit proof uh, on social media. So just go to our website, Graffers AA, to submit. Um, okay, moving on to returns. Mikey, what you got? Okay, we will start with this guy. He kind of looks like one of these guys. Um, Andy Summers did pay up. There's the proof of that. Um, in all seriousness, seriousness uh, Andy did donate a couple photos for autographs right here, so thank you for doing that. And <laughs> Um, thank you for the support and thank you for saying that Tampa Bay is a better team. But we're, did he donate? No, no, no. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I did have a couple purchases this week. Uh, got in a Rob Blake Hall of Fame hockey super rookie. Um, I don't know if this is legit, but I couldn't pass it up. Robert Downey Jr. on an Iron Man card. Uh, then I went to a local antique store and they had little booths and the guy had 10 for $25. 
I'll just fly through these real quick. Picked up a Julio Franco. Nice. Yeah, what up? Uh, Benito Benny Santiago. Loved him because he threw from his knees. Uh, Hall of Fame Dick Williams. There's a joke there. I'm not touching. <laughs> also on Dick um, Williams, there's a joke too. Yeah. Guys that don't sign, uh, I, I can never get Matt Noakes. I was a big Tigers fan. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about Dick Williams for a second? Because didn't he get arrested as a 70-year-old or something, running around naked outside? I want to say that's true. <laughs> do we'll, have an, uh, we'll have an update do, next do, show. Do, some re- do some research, guys. I, I think that's future manager yeah. running around naked? You, do, do your TTMs, and I will look it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Matt Noakes doesn't sign. Ellis Burks doesn't sign. We're up Boston. Uh, Jim Northrup, dead, doesn't sign. Uh, Larry Herndon, doesn't sign. Dead uh, signs. <laughs> Tony Pena, Boston, doesn't sign. Doesn't sign. Uh, Tim Wakefield, not a big signer. He's signed in the past, but the one I have is smeared. And this was the the big one that I got. I got a Griffey for twenty. Out of out of the group, twenty six dollars a Griffey. Craig, Griffey, he's probably actually the hardest Griffey to get. <laughs> um, that's a cool card. So I tried to get him via a private address and no luck. So can't wait for you to, to see you finish that card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I pulled up the article. Uh, just yeah. so you guys know, I was right. Uh, Dick Williams, who managed the Oakland Athletics to uh, two World Series titles, was arrested on indecent exposure charges while attending the World Series of Fantasy Baseball camp. Um, he was accused of walking around naked and um, touching himself outside a Fort Myers hotel room on January 17th. This is back in 2000. So um, who, who hasn't? Oh, sorry. Just saying. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just, that, that happened. Like every time I think of Dick Williams, first off, his first name is kind of like it just reminds you of the event. But uh, that's what I think of when I think of Dick Williams. So go on. All right. Uh, on to the TTMs. Um, I did pay $10 fee for this one, uh, but this is Don't Call Me Willie, Guillermo Hernandez, 84 Tigers reliever. $10. You can get him to sign now. Uh, four by sixes. I did get Steve Bales, NASA engineer, Apollo 11. So there's a cool shot. Here's a first day cover photo. Sign it there. That's but he ridiculous. Did... <laughs> <laughs> he, he did send me an 8x10 for autograph strike here. So there's the first 8x10. Uh, this one was out a couple years. Kenny Styles, football player. Saw a couple other people getting back, so he must have been catching up on his mail. That's a beautiful autograph, by the way. It is. Oh, there's one more. Beauty. Woo! Look at that. Nice. And a number. Number is very legible. Number um, took longer than the actual <laughs> autograph. Uh, this one was out a long time, too. Let's see. Two years at least. But finally got my Kathy Ireland back. Oh, uh, we don't have the ding, do we? Uh, ding! Ding! (laughs) There's the ding. Uh, Model swimsuit, model Sports Illustrated. Um, I am on Joe Exotic's list, so I did get another pardon Joe Exotic thing from his people. Getting those. Probably Uh, on a couple lists by now, Mike. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) On to the 8x10s. 
finish off the Martin Sheens. These are the photos he did not sign the first time I sent to him. These are the apocalypse now. And he did not inscribe these. I did not remove it. So he must have read the letter or didn't care and just wants to be done with me. Whatever. Um, the coach came in today. So he signed a bunch for autographs for here, but I thought this one was kind of cool. Oh, nice. Throughout the first pitch at Wrigley with something unique. Um, Jason Alexander, George Costanza. Signed, <laughs> signed a few for autographs for here. He did not sign the uh, poster of the Costanza. If you'd seen Seinfeld, you right. know what I'm talking about. Uh, did not sign that one. Uh, didn't even send it back, so I don't know what happened to it. Maybe he kept it, liked it. I don't know. Uh, basketball Hall of Famer Dave Bing. Bing. That's cool. Uh, the old English D. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice change pens for me. So sign those. And oh, one more. Uh, got a cool return in from. Nike founder Phil Knight. Nice. So he signed that. It's a five by seven. Let's go got for a pretty penny. Got a nice letter from him, but he signed this also. Oregon Duck hat. Got it. Gotta yeah. love the extras. Uh, Nike. He even got the tags on, didn't take that off. What Dry fit. Are. <laughs> so nice return from Phil, and he sent a, a nice letter too. So um, pretty cool. Nice. Uh, We'll kick it over to Mr. Summers. All right. So I don't know if anyone knows I've been in my four by six kick, so that's all I'm going to be doing. No cards this time. What the heck, man? This is I so know. Weird. I, I branched off in my world. So all weird. right. So I'm going to start off with a nice surprise I got in today. This is coming back from Luke Aikens. He's a stuntman skydiver. I don't know if you know, but he – did a stunt a few years ago where basically he jumped out of an airplane with no parachute and landed in a big net. So he sent the Chinese eye on the prize, which is the net. And this is him landing in the net. Guy was crazy. Uh, he, should have he should have inscribed it swish. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny, I actually watched when he did that. I remember, I forget what year it was, but it was kind of cool. And they, you know, made it so suspenseful that he had to jump out with nothing and how he refused. But he sent an extra along metal plate picture of him landing in the net. I have no <laughs> idea why he sent this, but it's a metal picture of it. So wow. when I got home today, I had a nice big box and I didn't say what the hell's crazy. in this. Saw the return address and went, oh, I wonder what that is. So I don't think he gets a lot of mail. And if I had a bunch of these just laying around and said, Hey, I'll send one out to him. He he will now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I got mine. So whatever you guys That's want right. to do after this, it's up to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bill Mazeroski signed my Hall of Fame postcard. Did There's you pay? a little tr trick to get him, which is, you know, you got to find him. He bounces around a lot and RTSs a lot, a lot of times. Yep. All right. Next, one of my – not when I was growing up, but when I was younger, I used to watch this show all the time. But I got Miss Joyce Randolph, Trixie Norton yeah. from the Honeymooners. Notice the pictures in black and white. That's how old Andy is. But anyways. Yes. 
<laughs> I was a huge Honeymooner fan, but not when it was like live. Next, I am a huge fan of the show, but I'm going to start with Mr. Greg Luganis, his Olympic uh, diver. Here's him, bad cropping job on the Life magazine. I'm still getting oh. used to this stuff. <laughs> wow. But I'm a huge fan of him on Holy Moly. I don't know if you watched the mini golf show with um, Bob Riggles, which is a freaking riot on there. That crop job looks like one of the puzzle cards from the 80s. Don't get me started. <laughs> like missing I'm the still other seven cards. Huh? <laughs> um, next, one of my favorite shows growing up, Bruce McGill played Jack Dalton on MacGyver. And he was also in Animal House. Nice. Sal Durant, everyone knows who he is, but he is the guy that caught Roger Maris's 61st home run. So there's him with Roger. Here's an actual color of it. And here's what he is today. Next, Ellison Carson, who is going to be the first woman on Mars, sent me a trading card. Mr. Mikey got her a couple weeks back. Uh, she is out of town. Her father wrote me a note saying that she will be back in town and she'll sign my pitches. But I also got her space patch that she created to go along. And each symbol mark on this actually means something they wrote in the, the letter. Next, uh, what's his name? Matt Craven, who is in Crimson Tide, but was in my one of my favorite movies, Meatballs. <laughs> Next, Andy Black uh, Blanc. This is he was won the World Series of Poker one year. Is him with his bracelet, but he is mostly known as being on the MIT Blackjack team. So I wrote in a letter of how the movie Twenty One, if it was accurate, he said it actually was. It was actually really good. Hold that photo back up again, because I thought I saw some bad cropping on that yeah. stuff too. Does that say MIT? Is it the IT? Yes, this is the no, IT? It's half an M. <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, this is how lazy I am. Next, just rifle these. Um, Dan Patrick signed three or three. Nice. Next, uh, Steve Kern, professional wrestler. There he is. He is known as Doink Number Two. I don't know if you remember from WrestleMania, he's the guy that hid under the ring for five and a half hours and came out as the other doink and hit crush in the back of the head with a fake arm or something like that and knocked him out. Then went back under the rink and was under there for another couple hours. Uh, Vito, I can never pronounce this guy's name from the Sopranos. Signed three or three. There's the other ones, just uh, two of them. Stuart Packin. He was the dinosaur guy. And here he is with uh, Michael Douglas. If you know what movie that is. What, did he play the dad in Dinosaurs? He was the dad in Dinosaurs. That's cool. Not, not the mama. <laughs> <laughs> not the mama. Um, I forget this guy's name. Sorry, I goofed up. Mark. Kevin Hawkins, something like that. He was a tennis pro in Seinfeld that pretended to be really good at tennis when he really mm. sucked. And he was also in Big Bang Theory as the uh, dean, I believe. 
I really want to write to the librarian from Seinfeld. He's on my list of people to write to. The, the, like, the, the library guy, cop? The, the library cop, yeah. I, didn't he just die? No. He was still I alive when did. I checked. All right. A couple of quick ones here. The maestro from Seinfeld. There he is. Mark Metcalf, who's also in Animal House. I joined the Lance Edo train. Yes. I guess I cut that one off wrong again. What am I? From the OJ trial. He's finally signing. Now he finds it ethical to sign. Next, Jane Rosenberg. This is why I like sending the people no one's ever heard of. She is the courtroom artist for the New York court system. So she does all the drawings. So this is her drawing of Al Shopton, John Gotti, the World Trade Center bomb of the original one. God dang it. That's a good idea too, Andy. Why do you have to come up with all these good ideas? Woody Allen, um, the Kennedy cousin, I forget his name. That was, uh, I think he was convicted of murder. And she actually went down and did the Bill Cosby trial. She's actually signed both sides. Did you, are you, did you get any that could be dual? Um, no. Would they, would they sign their court photo, you think? That might be a tricky one. Yeah. Um, Barbara Goodson. She was uh, Rita from Dang it. Uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> See, I love these six by, you know, I'm getting creative. You're writing to some I good people. Uh, Jane Walden was your ding button. She was one of the last people from the Batman series. I'm dinging on the Joker. There's the jinger. Yeah, there she is. All right, got more. This guy came back really fast from the OJ, F. Lee Bailey. Yeah, he's getting up there in age, too. He is. I think he's in his mid-90s now. Yeah. He's down in uh, – he actually moved down to Atlanta trying to get his log crap back. Yeah. Everyone needs one of her, Morgana, the kissing bandit. Hey. <laughs> there she is going after Fred Lynn. Scott knows. What's that? What was that on the top of the M there, Andy? Those are boobies. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and going after Don Matlin. There it is. The bre- breast wishes. And <laughs> yes, as I lead into Dwayne uh, Whitaker from Pulp Fiction, he was one of the, the bad guys that was with the gimp in the basement with the pawn shop. Next couple more. Uh, Randy Heller. Got into the uh, Cobra Kai kick, so I sent to the mom. There she is with Daniel, her and her juice. And this is what she looks like now. Cool. Okay. Any uh, Richie Valens fans? I sent you his fan. ex, his girlfriend, Donna Fox, who the oh, song. <laughs> okay. Oh, Donner is written about. So this is a picture of him. And I sent to her, and this is not her. <laughs> she said it was probably like a promotional like meet and greet so they just took a picture of some random girl with them and gotcha. that's not her two more Shawnee well- Wallace she was the bad girl from Oliver there she is with I think his name was Fagan and there's another uh, movie poster for it and last one, Wes Studi. He was one of the detectives in Heat. He won 
an Academy Award because he was in Dances with Wolves as one cool. of the uh, Indians. Andy Summers killing the four by sixes. Oh my yes. god! And now wow. you know what? I still got more. <laughs> but I'll stop right there. Yeah, put him on your YouTube channel, Andy. I, you know what? That's that's, that's all, right. You know, that's what that's, that's I what made for. a video a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know. I saw you did. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, Scotty, you're up. All right. I've only got two today because informed delivery lied to me. Oh, <laughs> it does it a lot lately. Yeah. So we added to the Don Mossy collection. Nice. And this one came with the COA. Mm. So it's it's legit. Friend it's COA. That's it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit, guys. <laughs> And then a non-baseball one, actually. We have the new Kent State book. by uh, It's a graphic novel by Durf Bacter. Nice. And uh, you did a nice little doodle for me there. Awesome. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah, totally. And uh, it's the 50th anniversary of the Kent State shootings this year. So that's, that's why the book came out this year. So did you buy that on a website or did you buy it from him? I bought it from a bookstore that he works with. Cool. And yeah. That's he's a really cool it. guy. He, um, he actually went to school with Jeffrey Dahmer. Whoa. And he has a graphic novel about that too, which cool. is really cool. Oh, graphic. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, probably graphic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you only got two. I'll make up for it because I got a bunch. Um, All right. So... Let's uh, let's go ahead and get into this. I didn't pull all the autographs, so some of these I may have got more, but I just didn't pull them all because I binder them into my videos and then I have to take them out of the binders. It's a whole thing. All right. Steve Sachs for free. I got free Sachs, guys. Be jealous. All right. Uh, Denny McLean paid, inscribed to my daughter like I asked. Uh, Steve Garvey signed three of three. Ryan Sandberg, third time getting him paid uh, five per. Uh, J.R. Richard, the uh, company, the grand company of past pros used them. So got JR. I uh, got another one actually got sent off to him because there's another one in the set. Bobby Valentine signed 101. Uh, Michael K did not sign the front of the card, signed the back of the card. Wonk, wonk. But it's still signed. Signed to my daughter like I asked. Uh, Mickey Rivers, that's a pay. Um, Santa Claus, Bo Bridges. Um, he was in a movie called The Season of Christmas or something. I don't remember the name of it, but he played Santa in that. He was Chris, Chris Kringle. So uh, sign the Santa Claus, Santa Claus card there. Um, That's being and, creative now. I know, right? I like right. it, right? Uh, Bo Bridges is the brother of Jeff Bridges, if you guys didn't know. And if you look up Bo Bridges, you'll know who he is. He's been in a million movies. Um, Louis Tiant, personalized to my daughter. El Yep. Uh, Jim Palmer paid uh, 10 per and Ken Singleton. I think he charges like a very modest, like two bucks or three bucks or something. Um, next up, Phil Gardner. And I love this card because I sent the logo card for the pirates and it looks exactly like Phil in this picture. Um, the, the pirates logo does. So um, that was just a coincidence, but God, those hats are ugly. Oh, sin. I know. They need. Uh, oh. They brought them back a few times, I think, for the. Uh, the red I would. Players. I would refuse to play that day. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those hats when I was a kid. I love that hat. You know, what? there's lots of rooms for there's lots of lots of room for signatures on that hat. I'll put it that right. way. Um, all right, Charlie Huff, TTM legend, 
signed uh, two or two or three of three. I can't remember. Uh, Ed Asner kind of uh, got a signature variation here, guys. Uh, he's either getting flooded with pops. Thank you, TTM community. Um, or he's just getting older, which, you know, both of those things are probably the case. But signed two or two there with the uh, more elongated signature. So um, next up, Tom Niedenfuhrer. Signed one, two. So signed two or two. And next up, we have Andre Dawson, signed four of four. So let me just fan those out for you here. And this one's actually numbered out of 50. So fun. And then Wade Boggs. Oh, no, I got two more. Sorry. Wade Boggs signed three of three. I think I threw in 10 bucks. Um, and then Paul Mulliter signed one of one with a heart, which is awesome. Um, and that was 10 bucks, I believe, or something like that. Anyways, that's what I got in. Uh, if you want to see uh, our stuff in detail, you can go watch our videos, which are, you know, those are on YouTube. Um, and the links are on graphersaa.com. Okay, moving on to Market Watch. Mike? All right. So this week is either for fun or for profit collecting. And I thought it'd be fun to pull up some stuff for. 2020, uh, most of it is coming out of cards, pulled pack stuff like that. So um, went into eBay and found 2020. So 2020 tops, five-star Juan Gonzalez, 14 bucks. Look at that price tank, man. Like that, his TTMs have tanked that. Like that would have been a $50, $60 card before. So Now that he's cranking them out. That's awesome. I mean, I love that price for that card. Yep. It looks like a nice card, too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Those five-star cards are nice. I've got a few. Signed in silver and a black card. Pops. Nice-looking yep. card. Yep. But you could have got it for 14 bucks. Uh, basketball has blown up. Of course, this is uh, certified and graded. Uh, 1500 uh, 2019-2020 Panini Mosaic uh, rookie card. $1,500 or best offer. And of course you had to get $5 in for shipping. So of course <laughs> couldn't, couldn't throw in the shipping for free. Um, Alan Ginter has always been huge. If you pull something out of there, uh, this is the kid marrow. I mean, mini went all the way up to $95. Uh, Jordan love. Somebody wanted three fifty or best offer. They probably got pretty close to it. Uh, that is numbered eight or nine. Um, patch card but signed down there what brand That's, is that it just has legacy uh good question it's know, legacy man. yeah legacy. but i've never heard that no. <laughs> i don't know but they got three close to 350 for it um so for fun or for profit you know for fun you know we all are a little older we grew up pulling wax junk you know and cards cards have changed um just pulled some more stuff 20, I just went into eBay 2020 just to see what comes up. Um, a lot of people are chasing stuff, and there's going to be hits or misses. Mm -hmm. So you may pull a Zach Collins, number nine out of 99. You're going to get less than 10 bucks for it. Uh, and just goes down the list here. Gunner Mayer, less than 10 bucks. Uh, here's a nice CJ Henderson. Somebody wanted 150. So it's hit or miss. You may get a an Anton Winfield Jr. purple, so less than twenty bucks. 
what I see with a lot of this stuff is people are placing bets on players, basically. So instead of placing an actual bet like you would for gambling, you just basically buy a bunch of rookie cards um, at decent prices. And if the guy explodes, then you can make your money back in droves. Yeah. A lot of of people are buying boxes, hoping for the big hit, and they're pulling these and just trying to recoup some of the money. Um, 2020 baseball, Mike Yazaminski. Oh my God! You I, I, I'm just kidding. I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew it would set him off. Carl Yaskrimski. What is it? His nephew, Mike Yaskrimski. Grandson. Grandson. <laughs> I I knew it would set him off. Uh, 30, 38 bucks best offer. Uh, come down here. Here's some PSA stuff. So people are getting stuff graded. So the Yaz stuff is not going for as much because he's a, he's a pretty good player, uh, but he's older. So he's like in his 30s already. So therefore, he doesn't have potential to really make the Hall of Fame uh, at this point. Therefore, people aren't going to invest into his rookie stuff. So, uh, or even just his autograph stuff. So uh, yeah, that's decently high for a, for a, for a player, but like a rookie guy, one of those guys is upcoming like Robert. Like they're just blowing everything out of the water. Let me ask you a quick question, though. If you had a picture of, because there's a couple that Carl and Mike are like walking through Fenway arm in arm, signed by Mike, would you add Carl to it too? I mean, I, I mean, no one. So it would be Ken so Ryan. Be, you have a picture of Nolan Ryan and Ken Ryan, Do, like. No, I mean, I'm saying add, the, the Mike Yaskrimski and Carl. It's going to be the same thing, though. I like, mean, would you Mike add used, Carl to it, or would you, if you already had Carl, would you add Mike for your like, own? Do, would you want? For your own good, yeah, maybe, but like to sell, no. Like I don't, I don't see the value there. Uh, are you going to pay more for a Ken Ryan and Nolan Ryan photo than you would a Nolan Ryan photo? No. No, Ken Ryan was his son. <laughs> his son. Like the answer is no. So like if you're going to no, no, it, Ken Ryan wasn't his son. It was uh, Reed Ryan was Reed. his son. Okay, was Ken Ryan related to him? No. He's okay. Then Reed Red Ryan Sox pitcher about. who actually lives about an hour from me. <laughs> and and fun, fun fact i just bought a yogi bear dale bear card and i got it for like 20 something bucks and i bet if it was just yogi bear it might probably went for more so yeah, okay what if it was nolan ryan and rex ryan no i mean two two big eight holes right? <laughs> <laughs> all right let's keep moving here um like i said you may pull some stinkers you're going to be chasing these boxes you may buy a box of 2020 Panini certified looking to pull, let's say a Dak Prescott, something big. You may end up with a Paris Gimple. It's numbered out of 99, but you're going to get a buck 25 for it. Two bids. Paris Campbell, the legend. Paris Campbell. Or a Marlon Davidson out of prestige. Look at that signature. Wait, that hold awesome. up. <laughs> that little, that's an MJ. M M little 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 D. bitty D. <laughs> oh, he got a tiny little D. Poor guy. Yeah, Even the next one, the A G. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, it's, they're getting bad. Anyone who signs pitches with just two and letters, I mean, I mean, I, we yeah, all just geez. we all just literally oh. did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't got a mine yet, so we'll see. yeah, you're getting yours soon. Uh, here you go, 2020 Chronicles. I mean, Steve Francis was a pretty big name in the NBA. Um, Pulling eight bucks. That's that's a good deal for him, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I picked that up. All right. Um, Then we go on and pull these. I know Andy Summers bought these. (laughs) PVA bowling. uh, You got these, right? You're going to show these next week or in the next show? 
No, it's not bowling. What is that? The floor, <laughs> the alley boards. Yeah, that, that, would, oh. that would be something you do. But um, this this is people that are doing this for fun because uh, if you're selling these on eBay, you're getting one penny plus free shipping. I, I would buy that just for the penny, just to see if the guy would actually <laughs> send it and lose you know 54 cents on the deal or whatever there's also these can be scams also uh stuff that sells for this low they use your address to buy amazon crap so if you get something like this you never get the item and then like three weeks later you receive something from amazon that you didn't order they basically use your address as a legit address to create a review for their product um it's a common scam it's more common on macari if you are macari but it does happen on ebay as well so if you see something weird like that, you buy an item, you're probably never going to receive, receive it at that price. And they're just using your address for fill-in reviews on Amazon. So you're saying those seeds I got from China were no good? <laughs> I don't know about the seeds, but yeah, probably. That's probably what they're doing. All right. So let's go on to, we, we did the low end there. Let's do the high end. Look at some of these. Uh, Michael Jordan autograph jerseys. $400,000. The Lulu. 82 bids, $230,000. $200,000. Lulu. Uh, another Luga, uh, 180. Uh, 9.5 grade, 9. See his stuff was so out of control. People were making up rumors that his stuff was auto pen, so other people wouldn't buy it to drive <laughs> down the price to make it affordable. They were saying Lulu was looked too similar and it was all auto pen. Um, people just go crazy over there. Yeah, so you you can definitely collect for fun, but you can also collect for buy profit. a mansion. Yeah. So okay. a uh, Guinness just sold for one point eight million. Oh well, we'll get there, Andy. Don't, oh, sorry. Don't, don't steal my thunder, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, um, daddy. So people are chasing, you know, these cards. They're buying boxes. These are the highest boxes I could find. People are spending almost $20,000 on cases. You know, they get 12 boxes, but they're chasing the Z's and the, the J's um, out of Panini. And, but they're, they're paying a huge price. You know, they're doing... Well, box breaks and stuff like that those but, have to be box breakers right but they gotta be yeah but there's that's what people are paying for them um this was these are hobby boxes so these are just the individual boxes are pulling monster prices 200 bucks 800 bucks 200 800 because of the cards you know, it, it's a gamble, but these people are, are taking them, trying to get those those big autographs. And go to your local Walmart. Though you don't have mm. a sports card left there. I mean, no. in, in most cases, and, especially big uh, cities. And you guys are just stealing my thunder. So, bless <laughs> cluster boxes. Next slide that you'd get at your local Walmart. Um, people are going in and buying them, trying to flip them, and they're getting money for them. Blaster um, box, what, 15, 20 bucks? turn around and sell it for 30, 40 bucks because people are buying them. Not even that. Like they can even make a lower profit margin on it and it's guaranteed money. So like as long as it's an easy ship, I mean, and you know, you're going to get the money back hundred percent. Just go in and buy all of it and make 50, hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're knocking out all the cars out of your store and you're an a-hole, but I mean, yeah. people are still going to make that easy money. 
Um, just another slide when blaster box prices are, are you know, double what they are in the store because guaranteed one autograph in the box and people are just chasing it. You're probably getting junk. You're pulling that Paris, whoever for <laughs> yeah. two, two bucks. Yeah. Um, last one here. The Freak 101 logo card. What do you think this sold for? Thank you, Andy Summers, for giving away. <sighs> yeah, nice show prep. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> this card here, 101, sold for $1.812 million. It is the highest paid for a trading card being the LeBron. And fun fact, in 2014, that card was bought for $7,000 and returned because it had a small stain on the back. And what are we, six, six years later, that $7,000 card is now one, almost, almost $2 million. Wow. I'm surprised it sold for that much back then. Like uh, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't one of the top prospects. So a seven thousand dollar card back then, when the market was low, like I'm surprised it went for seven grand then. Yep. So, all right, uh, I do want to show off one article though I found, and uh, this doesn't really have to do with our topic, but I felt like it needed to be talked about. Uh, let me show you guys here uh, what I'm talking about. We have here. <laughs> A Mr. Rogers Allen and Ginter 2020 card, one of one signature. But apparently, uh, the signature is not of the autograph that was actually signed on the photo. It was actually of the pre-printed signature that is on all the send-outs that Rogers uh, sent out to his fans. So, Ginter messed up, Tops messed up, and uh, this just shows you guys, do your research, don't always trust blindly into authentication, uh, we have proven that almost weekly on this podcast, and this just goes to show that, prove that further. So um, just a giant screw up on, on, on Top's part, and that happens quite a bit, uh, as we've seen, especially with the guys that, uh, like Debbie Reynolds has a million cut signature cards out there of her with her secretarial signature. At least that's our consensus. Um, just buyer beware. You know, this stuff's going to happen. It needs to be called out when it happens. Um, okay, uh, moving on, we have the VO Venue Report, and that's coming this week from Andy Summers. Andy, uh, I know we don't have any VO Venues, but uh, mm -hmm. tell us some of the private signings coming up. That's what There's a doing. few, and I'm going to try and fill some big shoes here of Chases. And yep. Yep. Talk about a couple of signings. Uh, two of them right off the bat for football, Russell Wilson and Charles Woodson. I saw the Charles Woodson pricing on him, and it is humanly insane but i know he doesn't sign at all any place anytime or any whatever so if you want to pay a lot go for that one a uh, couple of celebrity signings charlie sheen is desperate for money so he's been doing basically a signing a month uh wrestler scott hall and edie mccure from furious Bueller's ferris bueller's day off she'll be signing now for baseball signings the big one that is going to cost you a freaking fortune is the Ken Griffey Jr. signing that TriStar does, I think, once a year with him. So if you have, uh, I don't know, a second mortgage you want to use, go for him. They're still typing out zeros on the price list. Yes, because I remember his pricing before was crazy, but you know what? It's a lot different than when he was 19 and on the show circuit. 
Other signings that um, popped up, John Franco, Mookie Wilson, JT Snow, uh, Cy Young winner Bartolo Colon, just to name a couple. So check out the private baseball private signings on Facebook and celebrity private signings on Facebook. They have all that info on there. Cool. All right. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to our topic for today, which is collecting for fun versus collecting for profit. And I want to say right off the bat that you can do both. Um, But there are a lot of people that fall into either one of those categories. Um, First, we have motivations and what motivates us to collect. Um, A lot of us did this as a kid. Uh, Growing up, we did TTMing or at least trading card collecting. And it's one of those things we have nostalgia for, I think. Um, What do you think are some of the biggest motivations for people to collect? Um, Obviously, we have nostalgia and money are the two biggest ones. You guys think of any other motivations? Chicks dig it. They do. They love it. Yeah, they love it. My wife loves it when she looks at the bank account and is like, wait, where did this $150 go again? Yeah. Well, she's uh, going to carry in this box and go, what the hell's in this thing? Uh, oh, yeah, it's just that's... supplies for work. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, the chicks Chicks dig it. Probably if you find the right chicks, you might dig it. I'll give you a point. All right. <laughs> Uh, any other motivations for uh, starting to collect autographs? Um, Besides just the fun as hell of it, or I mean, that's definitely one. Of, I, I maybe not going into it. You maybe not. You, I guess you can watch us and see it's fun, and then you know it's fun going in. Uh, I just saw it as a side hobby starting, and then realized it was fun. But uh, until YouTube and social media, it was kind of you didn't really know it was fun. It was more of a. It was, they had those books from, who was the guy? Small, Smalley? Jack Smalling. Smalling. Smalling, yeah. Um, you know, it was kind of uniform. These are the addresses. There wasn't a lot of pizzazz to it. Uh, but once you get started, you start realizing you get something in the mailbox every day. Holy crap, it's fun, you know? Um, yeah. Any other motivations? I, I think the internet has changed what yeah. is fun and what is profit now. Yeah. yeah because when we were all, growing up collecting it was it was for fun because that's you you didn't have the internet to sell stuff right you know if you wanted to buy and sell stuff you had to go to a card show which came around like once once a year you went to the card show and picked out stuff you know if you're lucky at a a local card shop you know but now you can you can get something and before you know you take a picture of the guy signing it and before he even walks away he's still in the picture you have it posted on social networks and ebay and saying Ooh, fresh ink for sale <laughs> good luck finding somebody in your town of ten thousand, knowing who rick Cerrone is you know so yeah i understand that totally you have a um, i mean you have the world now you can advertise to the world so uh it's just uh it's much more available to sell stuff and that's i think a lot of collectors grew up loving it because you didn't really have that option to sell and once that option was there a lot of us jumped into it just because it made sense to supplement our addiction if you will um i know i was spending a lot of money on ttms i'm like what is there any way i can balance this out so i i I started with buying books from bookstores and started my business that way and that helped supplement it uh greatly so um and it's all autographs even even if you're not selling for profit as as a collector, you're still looking at the value because if if you're trading with somebody, 
yep. you, you, you've got to know the value of what you're getting in. So that, that's got to be a motivator. Even if, you know, a lot of collectors are like, Oh, you know, I, I frown on selling TTMs. Well, it's a very expensive hobby. You know, and it, that's your personal choice. If you don't want to sell it, that's fine. But even if you're trading, that's the same thing as selling. You just, you're selling it for another autograph. Yep. So, but motiv- motivation for that is, you know, value. And it's not just money. You know, it, your, your value comes from what you're getting in return. It may be monetary or it could be, you know, if you're trading with another collector, you have to know that value. So what's well, so a good example. Let's say you see that uh, uh, Tom Brady's signing for free at an address. And also you, at the same day, you see a bat boy is signing for free. Uh, maybe not a bat boy. Um, somebody that was on a world series team is signing for free. Also, who are you going to send to first? Like you only have one, you only have two stamps. So you're going to send to the Tom Brady. Even if you're not a fan of, of, of if you're more of a fan of that team that won the world series, you're going to send to Tom Brady. This is going to happen because you people put value over almost everything. So even if you are a collector of, and you're keeping everything, uh, you're not selling anything. Even if you're not trading everything, you're still going to send Tom Brady. It's a no brainer. There's money. It's worth so much money. So, I mean, uh, that's, that's our main motivation. Even collectors, I think you could say would be money. Uh, my, yeah. I think they say my, my collection is valuable because I have, you know, a Tom Brady compared to or i have you know joe Batboy. <laughs> yeah exactly and 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 the fun thing i think about autographs and I, i've gotten into this lately is some of the people that you do forget about nobody sends to and or maybe they pass away at a young age and nobody wrote to them and they're kind of forgot about in history those can be some of the most expensive autographs that i sell because of the rarity and you have that one person that remembers that player or as a family member and they want that piece of history and you're the guy that has it. So I've been, I've been dabbling in some of that stuff lately. It's kind of fun to, uh, to ride that line of giant names and people that were in the minor leagues that never got to the, to the big stage. Um, Scott, what are your motivations for collecting? My motivations are not money. <laughs> I'm weird, I guess, because I don't care. Like, honestly, I wouldn't send a Tom Brady. I don't care about Tom really? Brady. Really? Really? I don't know um, if I believe you. I I wouldn't. Like, <laughs> okay. If he That's signed cool. like Harold Baines does, maybe I would, but like I I just I don't I don't seek that out. Um, really? So even just so, to have it in your collection, like you right. would write to that Cleveland World Series team that doesn't I would they rather, the they've never won the World Series, have they? Not since forty eight. Forty eight, yeah, okay. All right. So totally. I'd rather have um a Don Mossy autograph because like I have more of a connection to that, even though it's easier to get, even though it's not worth anything personally, like for me, that's what I'm into. Like I, I just don't care about Tom Brady and that's. So you don't see the the exchange where you can take that Tom Brady and turn it into like a world series team signed by trading. If I had a Tom Brady, if somebody gave me a Tom Brady, I'd sell it. Right. Okay. So you're just, you're very PC based. Like um, everything is for the PC. Basically you're just collecting what you really enjoy and love. Wow. Look at this unicorn we have over here in Scott, man, (laughs) all of us shrewd businessmen and Scott's making us look like a holes. I'm Um, not a businessman. Andy, you don't sell, do you? 
I've never sold or traded. I've given away a couple. I'm sure you've traded, Andy. You've had uh, your trade before. No, I don't know. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> I'm an autograph hoarder, man. Um, no, I've given away a few, but I've never, ever sold any. Yeah. And I've been doing this since 91. I've never sold any. Yeah, fun fact, Andy's house is built out of autographs. Eight by ten. That's it's like a house of it. cards. Yeah. It's all sports cards. And, you know, a couple more TTMs, I'm adding on a jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, the uh, we were running out of toilet paper there for a while. Yeah. I bet your house was, you're fine. You had plenty of products to use. <laughs> and, and the sad part is, I got another storage at my parents' house. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's. You got well, all that I, labeled right, right, Andy? Was that it's all labeled correctly, right? No. Well, the <laughs> cards are because the names are at the bottom. No, I, no, that that's. I just bought actually some stuff to start labeling these uh, four by sixes. So those will be in Friday. My so you would never think about consolidating into bigger pieces that you might enjoy more. No. So like taking a hundred pieces that are signed and maybe getting a thousand bucks and then putting that toward like a a really nice piece. That that's never crossed your mind. No. Cause it's just, I don't know. It's just doing it since I was 13 years old, then it just was getting it. And it just meant more getting mail, which is always exciting. This is going to be and a just, good show. Yeah. And then, then just taking <laughs> stuff and just, sell, I just, I can't do it. I mean, these guys, I, I'm very old school. Where it's like, Hey, I sent you something. You trust me to, they signed it to like for me and mm-hmm. trust me not to make a profit off of it. Right. So I would um, uh, counterpoint. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of these people, maybe not the people that you write to that are obscure, that you get some of their cooler returns from. I, I agree on that. But most of these people, especially the baseball players, they know you're selling it. They expect you to sell it in a lot of the uh, instances. You see, I wouldn't feel right. I just, that's just me. I mean, totally. So, no, I agree. There's, like I there's said, a moral. Because I, I added to my letter, this will be a great addition to my collection. That's how I end these 500 cards that I send to the same player. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of sets to build. All right. No, but, um, but that's why I put it in the bottom. It's for my own collection. And I, you know, it's, have I lied in letters before? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be honest. I'll be honest that I've done that. I, some of these minor league guys I've never seen play, but huge fan. (laughs) fan. I remember when you played for those minor league teams. No, I don't. I'm sorry, but I need it for my set. Right. Yes, I'm unethical that way. But once it comes in, it's staying with me. It's forever. And I have already bought my grave site that's, you know, a football field. I'm going to be buried with everything. So it really doesn't matter. Nice. Screw, screw your kids. Yeah. Just, hey, make sure you let us know where you're buried so we can go dig a lot of shit up after you're dead. Okay? It, it will be a shallow grave. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Mal, well, we picked, we, we have two of the best co hosts on for this topic then because, like, you guys are two unicorns. Um, most people um, go through cycles or dabble in both. Uh, let's move on to the next subtopic, which is passion versus marketplace, market popularity. So, this is. Do you buy your stuff based on who you like, which we talked about a little bit already, uh, or what the market does? Um, that would be like the Brady, which was worth a lot of money compared to somebody that you want that's not worth as much. Um, I think that determines kind of what kind of collector you are. Um, I find myself in the middle somewhere. Uh, Mike, where do you fall? We know where these you know, fall. <laughs> you know, I, 
I find a lot of my stuff like I'm I'm on my computer screens all day. So like I I surf Yahoo, and that's where I get my news stories. I'm like, ooh, let me see if they sign. Mm-hmm. So I, I keep a pretty close eye on you know news stories. So a lot of the, my returns are driven by what I see in in news. Um, I also keep a close eye on ages. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if, if I know somebody's getting up in age, uh, I definitely want to get them before it's too late. So that's, that's a driving factor in who I send to also, um, you know, but I, I send to people that I'm fans of too. Like I, I will go through star tiger and look at the recent returns and click, you know, each, each name and be like, you know, read the little bio up top and be, see what they were in. I was like, Oh, you know, I, I remember that. I might not know the name, you know, when I click on it, but I'm like, Oh, I know that character they played. So for me, I'm, I'm kind of the hybrid between, you know, our two unicorns and Zane is more on (laughs) the far, farther side of the dealer. You know, I'm, I'm definitely gotten more towards that as I, you know, get more involved with autographs for a cure. Um, you know, I've, I've transitioned from being a full-blown collector to, you know, selling stuff, but for a good cause. But I also, you know, before all this, I would sell stuff for, you know, turnaround because I had to pay for the hobby. Right. Um, you know, so my my driving force is a passion as a collector, which I have a collector soul. I still, I don't sell everything that I get in. You know, I have a huge collection, but the extras if i can pay it forward i'm i'm going to do that so totally i've always wanted to scott how do you pick your uh, project people that you do with your sketches um, what, what comes to your mind to pick those people so like the the normal sketches a lot of time i'll just open a pack of cards and pick somebody out of like probably the best signer out of the pack um and then Sometimes I've been getting more commissions lately um, to do stuff for for signings, and um, and a lot of times it's just people that I like. What about stories? Like I know you talk about stories a lot in your videos. Does the story like this? I I think the story motivates you a little bit. A little bit. An interesting story. Like um, sometimes I'll have a story in mind like I, I have a the mike norris video to, coming up i haven't done it yet but like i'm gonna make him more of a badass than chuck norris um but <laughs> that, that that's kind of part of it have you ever thought of implement and this is a little off topic have you ever thought of implementing like um some ridiculous like um, uh, i don't almost make it a character the caricature though if you impl- implemented some of their like nickname um items into the photo like if they were nicknamed the tiger they put them in a tiger bill uh spaceman lee spaceman put a helm put an astronaut helmet on there is that uh too far for you or do you do you really like just the original sketches or um are you kind of what are you thinking on that because like i don't know i'm just don't um so i do want to do billy um and i do want to do him in the spaceman suit Ooh, nice um just haven't gotten around to it yet because I'm mired in uh, Caleb's um, decades challenge. Totally. So I'm, it's all 50s, 60s right now. Right. Um, so, right. That's actually just who I can find that's signing. Um, but your, arti- your, your artistic 
kind of uh, side are you like, do you gear more toward the realistic stuff or uh, are you willing to go goofball? I'm very moody. So I'll do either. Just okay. That on makes, that makes sense. It's on your mood. Totally. Um, who was the Phillies pitcher? I think it was, it was, was Lonborg. No. Um, 80s guy that pitched in like the rock and jock softball games. He was wearing a kilt. Oh, really? Uh, That'd be fun. Can't remember his name. But I, I, I did a doodle of him and I sent it like in the kilt with the big dreadlocks and sunglasses in the right. rock and jock game instead of his baseball uniform and never got it back. But so, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm willing to do that. So oh, you liked it too much. That's why. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I tells them to keep them every time. Um, right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's the passion versus uh, market popularity. I definitely ride that line. Probably uh, go a little more toward the market popularity. I know we've talked about in private groups, people that have the possibility. We talked about it on the show, actually. People have the possibility of rising to that top level where they're worth a lot of money. So, it's almost like people in the trading card community bet on rookie cards. We bet on autographs that are going to go up in the future um so you guys you know you andy you just got that return from the woman who could possibly be the first person on mars Mm. you know if she actually does that boom that thing's worth a ton of money you don't care because you're a unicorn but it's still probably motivated your decision a little bit because you won't be able to get her at that point when she's so famous that it's worth a lot of money that's a perfect example i i probably read the same story that andy saw Mm -hmm. you know on yahoo and I was like, ooh, you know, and that's, that was my process. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write to her because you know, one, if she does what they say she can do and step on Mars, be the first woman on Mars, you know, whatever, that's going to be profitable. Yeah. But I want to have one of the, you know, I didn't sell all the cards that I got. I kept a card and a couple photos because I, I want those in my collection. But yeah. I knew right now, other people probably saw that same story and they did because I, I think I sold everything that I had online. So, yep. Um, so that's definitely market popularity. Uh, you're, you're gauging that and you're just betting on it down the line. So it's not current market popularity. It's future market popularity. Uh, let's move on to paying top dollar versus paying bottom dollar. Now, I don't know if Scott, or Andy really do many purchases. Uh, do you guys buy or are you guys all TTM all day long? I'm the guy that buys the cheap stuff. If it <laughs> calls to me. Nice. So you just like, so, so you just basically nickel and diamond. Yeah. PC like $5 stuff. Don Mossy cards. Totally. So um, you're not paying top dollar, which you would normally see a, a, a collector that's, you know, put for PC, pay top dollar, but you're going in on the, I'm just going to PC small stuff and then write to the guys that I want past that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Andy, ever buy anything in your life ever? Yeah. <laughs> I bought a lot actually. No, but most of the stuff that I'll buy of my sets, I'm at guys that don't sign that are difficult to get. I mean, the, the set fillers. That's and you're the only paying thing top I, dollar usually for those because, like, unless they're a common It's a mixture. Set. I mean, a lot of the guys, I have not paid the top dollar. It was like, I just, I have my set um, Excel sheets and I'll just click on someone, do a quick eBay search, check them out, and go, oh, okay, I bought from this guy before. I know these are good. I mean, usually they're like five, six dollar cards just to fill in the sets. 
Well, see, I'm running um, into problems. Am I off buying the Ricky Hendersons right now? No. Yeah. Like, I'm doing the small guys first. I mean, should I be doing the Ricky Henderson field? Yeah. But yeah. right now, you know, I'd rather spend the five bucks than 85 or 100 and get more. I'm definitely doing quantity over quality. You just wait till Ricky Henderson's like 80 and then send to him and hope for the best. You know, that could, that could work too. Anything's but, possible. Yeah, you, you never know. Any, any guy is possible to get. I mean, you just have to figure out the angle and be yep. lucky as hell, really. Well, I'm running into a problem with Mark Fitterich right now because I have – he passed away, obviously, a few years after this set was made. And, um, man, like, Fitterich's cards aren't that expensive signed, but, like, these specific cards are. So if I want that card, I got to pay the premium price for it, and there is no alternative to it. So – that's. I think you do see that a lot in PC collecting, um, at least definitely more than if you're just collecting for profit. Because if you're collecting for profit, you aren't touching that card. Um, and Mike, where do you fall on that? Where you, do you buy at the bottom or top of the market? I already know the answer, <laughs> I, but oh, I, the, this is the collector in me. I I hate buying stuff. You know, I I to love fill the, the hole. Ch- yeah, I I love the chase of the TTM. Like I will try every address under the sun to try and get somebody and I hate paying. I'm, I'm not a top dollar guy for the big names. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got a couple, you know, big names, big pieces in my collections, but for the most part, you know, it's, if I, I look for the deals, if I can get somebody at a great deal, you know, I'll, I'll pull the trigger, but you know, these guys that are spending, you know, five, $600 on one card, I, I could never do that. Mm. See, so we are kind of mega collectors in the autograph field, I think. And a lot of these people spending the top dollar stuff are people that are just interested in the team and want an item for to show off. I think those are the people paying these crazy prices. Um, people that have premium items, I think, like game news jerseys they want signed. You know, at that point, if you are flipping stuff and trying to make money, it may make sense to pay 100 bucks. 150 bucks for an autograph if you're going to get a game used piece of memorabilia signed that's going to shoot the price of what it's worth up quite a bit past way past what you paid so um yeah the the market right now is crazy like i don't even know i I guess that's being influxed by a lot of foreign money a lot of uh foreign money is being put into baseball cards especially but i've seen i mean look at these private signings guys we've talked about these private signings for the last few weeks they're insane. We even made a meme about it on our webpage, on our um, on our Facebook page and Instagram. It got some pretty pretty good responses. Um, the private signings have got insane because of all the money influx into the hobby. Um, so it's not coming from us because we all pay bottom dollar. <laughs> that that I can promise you. Um, next, we have no nos, guys. What are some of the no nos when it comes to? collecting for let's say profit because i don't know if there is no nos for collecting for fun that that's that's the thing when you collect for fun you kind of do what you want and just uh have fun with it so what are some of the uh collecting for profit no nos um mike i'm gonna go to you on this one because uh we usually have some ethical differences on this <laughs> yeah. I, I think if you're coming into the hobby and think you're gonna strike it rich um you know that's that's probably a no no because you're you're gonna spend a lot of money chasing these things down and it's like scratch off tickets you know yeah. you you go and you spend your your wad and you know you might you might win twenty bucks 
Yeah, but but you spent you know your your hundred dollar bill on scratch off tickets. It's worse than scratch offs because it's money and time. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I'm sure there's more, and I'll I'll pipe in if you guys have some other ones. Some no nos on uh, for profit. Uh, maybe I mean lying lying a letter um, for what the autograph is for, uh, and then flipping the item. For instance, in all my letters I write now, I mention my daughter because everything that I'm collecting is going into a binder to get, be given to her uh, later down the line. And, and we open mail together and that's all fine and dandy and it gets great responses from people. But if I were to take those items that I got from those people that I told that I was, you know, this is for my daughter and this is staying in her collection. If I take those items and I sell them online, um, I feel like that is crossing the line morally. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you should always try to be honest in your letter as much as possible. Um, and I mean, we'll bring up the SpongeBob letter thing every <laughs> single time we talk about this, but yeah, Tom Kenny got written a letter. The guy said he was dying of cancer and uh, Tom Kenny showed up at his house and he, the guy had to admit that he was lying. Uh, yeah. So just, I be honest and don't sell stuff that you say is going, especially for like a kid or like, um, you know, if, you, if you're giving a reason, like if Mike, you know, did that, like, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta be truthful yeah. with these people and go ahead, Mike. Well, well, that's, that's one reason I, I switched to an eBay store. Right. Um, so it's, you know, with, with autographs right here, you know, I was making donations to, you know, the, the Orlando health foundation. It was, it was all based off my website. So people had to pay me, then I had to make the donation which, you know, I, I gladly did, but, you know, there's always that question, well, is he really making the, you know, that donation right. with, with eBay, they, they have it where you can set up an eBay for charity store that uh, makes a donation directly through the PayPal giving fund. So I never even touched the money. So there, it, it takes that out of it, but, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that write to celebrities and athletes and say, you know, please donate to my charity and they keep the stuff or, yep. you know, they, they keep the stuff, they forge something and then put a forgery up and sell that or whatever, whatever the case might be They're they're dishonest. And that's what I like about the eBay stores that I, I don't have to make that donation. And there's peace of mind for somebody that's buying something, you know, when, when that donation goes to whatever charity, whoever sets it up, it's done cutting out the middle man i i don't i don't even touch it so that way that would be way crossing the line <laughs> exactly yeah so and that's some of the no-nos guys are talking about the no-nos um i think we're all good with like flipping stuff if it's signed ttm um and you don't have like a specific thing in your letter saying this is where it's going and it's staying here um if you're just saying hey please sell my stuff in a generic way um, especially if you pay if you pay five bucks for ryan sandberg I think we all agree you can sell that card for 20 bucks if you wanted to. I mean, there's nothing really stopping you. Um, it hurts the hobby probably, but I mean, there's a lot of things that hurt the hobby that are still ethical. So, um, but yeah. you know, the, the, the people that are signing it's it's their choice to sign and they know you're selling. I mean, they, right. they know a lot of people are selling. It's not like that's what, you know, we, we broke the Tommy Lee story because he, he was like, I'm, I'm done signing because people are, putting stuff on eBay right. and then, but you know, a, a week later people are sticking up returns from him. 
So he, he knows what's going on, but he still signs the stuff. I, I think they raise a fuss about it, but I, deep down, I don't think they, they care. I've seen a pattern in that. I've seen, I think publicists are telling their, their clients, hey, put this out. It'll reduce the amount of mail you have to sign. And I think that's what's going on. I, I think it's a common thing for publicists now to be like, hey, you want to limit your mail? Do this and your mail will be limited. Mm-hmm. So uh, Alex Trebek, you know, yeah, he, Alex Trebek did the same thing. He, he's I'm I'm not going to sign anymore, but and he, he may be catching up on his mail. But I I would I would hazard a guess if you sent something to him, you know, it might take a few more months than you know a couple of weeks like it has been. But I would I would suspect you'd get something back. Yeah, he he can't stop himself from doing it. No. I think he's too too nice of a guy to yeah. be like, screw this, I'm not doing it anymore. And you know what? To some people, it's a hustle, but you know, you, you got to respect it too, because you know we're we're not multi million dollar players. So if we can make twenty five bucks off your signature, so be it, man. But it's their choice if they if they want to say no, it's say no. Hustle. It's a hustle that's killed a lot of addresses and a lot of part of the, a bunch of parts of the that, hobby. That that's part of the game too. Like you got to be on top of it and if, get in that address before it gets shut down. Well, that's, that's why. Uh, not to interrupt, but that's why Pass Pros lately has been adding so many guys on that always sign for free because I think those players just got sick of all this stuff showing up on eBay. I mean, you, you got John, uh, John Tudor signing for three bucks. I mean, he yeah. was always free, yeah. but now he's like, well, I might as well make a buck off of this or. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it's, it's not just the collectors that are collecting for fun or profit. You know, some of the people that are signing or doing it for profit too now, because yeah. they realize, well, I want my cut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, same, same thing with Brandon, Brandon Steiner. That's he built his business because he realized he could get these athletes to sign stuff. You know, he's based out of New York and he got, you know, basically the Yankees to sign an exclusive deal that they were going to sign all his stuff. And that's where you had to go to buy it. So, you know, they, they know. So that it's not just the collectors that it's, there's a line for fun or for profit. I do say there's a difference though, between like the, the very famous athletes and then you write to somebody like the guy who uh, jumped out without a parachute, like uh, maybe is it, you think it's more unethical to do something with that signature than it would be to some, somebody that expects it. Somebody that doesn't get a lot of mail and then turning around and seeing that one letter or two letters that they got, uh, you know, throughout the year. And both of those are up on eBay. Like, how is that person going to react? Like, is that any different? Or do you think it's the same? Than somebody that expects it. You could, I mean, I guess you could drive with the price if that person no longer signs anything ever again. Because <laughs> yeah. you're going to have like the only one. But, I mean, it's not really a nice thing to do in that situation. No, I mean, I mean that thing he sent me, I mean, no parachute, no problem. I mean, right. that's his moat. That's his mo- I mean, I would hate, I would never throw that thing up or sell it any place to it, especially if he would, it was a way for him to find out that, Hey, he sent me a m- nice add on an extra and I'm trying to make money off. I just, I, that's just me. I could not do that to Mike. Him. Mike. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. Mike? It just, if, if you sent it to me, Andy, I'd take off the two Andy. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. You ever take metal I mean, off like a pen yeah. off metal before? <laughs> well, yeah, you grind I mean, it down. 
No, just a little, <laughs> but, uh, no. <laughs> no, but it's like he made a nice gesture and said, hey, you know, I appreciate you sending to me. I don't get a lot of mail. I like your letter. And hey, here's an extra. He paid. I mean, the box came in like it's a huge box. Yeah, I mean, he paid the extra postage for it. He packed exactly. It up. That's why it's a good like, example. He went above like, and beyond. And you know, I just, wouldn't feel right to be like, "Hey, you did a <laughs> kind gesture to me. I'm gonna go make a couple bucks so I can go buy more stamps." I yeah, just just, I, just I, for I, clarification, like I I'm very upfront with my letter. Like I put in there that you know I'm sending to you, and these will be sold. Right. Oh no! I, I no those I agree with. I mean, you're doing it for yeah, yeah, charity, yeah, a cause. Yeah, I I just wanted to put out. it out there. <laughs> right. I'm right. not. I'm not. But a, at the same time, I'm putting it out there saying, "Hey, <laughs> these are for my collection. It's this, not for this anyone is, else. This is me. No, yeah. that's all of us, <laughs> except know, for the it, two unicorns. Yeah, oh. but I, I I've come full circle though with. You know, I I was in the same boat as Andy. You know, when I first started, I've been doing this so long, but for me, part of it was, you know, when I get stuff TTM, I, I can go back and look back and be like, oh, I remember getting that. I have a hard time getting rid of that stuff, Yeah, you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I wrote, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I have that connection to it. So I had a, I had a very hard time getting rid of things, even, even trading with other collectors because I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to – that's such a cool photo. I don't want to get rid of that. Right. And, you know, it started to evolve and – you know, the more money I spent, I was like, oh, I need to, you know, fuel the machine. Okay. I can sell a couple of these and put that back into my stamp fund. And then, but then of course, everything happened with the cancer and, you know, autographs right here. And that's a whole different story, but you know, I've, I, I've definitely seen all sides of it now. Uh, we so should you, have bought- you, you started off sounding just like a hoarder. I can't <laughs> let this little thing go. I remember oh. I getting it. It was a sunny day back in July of, I just can't let it go. But we we should have got Bob on from Autograph World because when we interviewed him on the old podcast, he was basically like, uh, "We were like, do you have any sentimental value to these things? I mean, it's, it's signed by this person. He's like, I don't care. It's money. It's getting sold. <laughs> like he was straight up like everything. He doesn't see an autograph. He sees um, a dollar bill. Profit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the other side of it. That's totally on the sell everything. Um, and they're pretty up. I, I guess they're, he does the uh, in-person stuff. So people are out there getting IPs and then selling them. And if somebody puts five eight by tens in front of you, I guess a celebrity knows what they're getting into at that point. And let's move on to the giveaway winner for today. That is Victoria Terrell. Congratulations, Victoria. She has won the Mick Fleetwood signed wine box. And uh, we're going to change things up with the giveaway, guys. Our, our giveaway responses have been lackluster. So we're moving this to social media. And uh, this question is actually going to be on our Instagram. We're not going to tell you the question on the show. Uh, If you are following our Instagram, you'll see the post. And if you comment on the post, uh, you can win the following items. This is all going to one person, guys. We have five Hall of Fame NASCAR drivers, five by sevens, including Bobby Allison, Junior Johnson, Richard Petty, Donnie Allison, and Dale Inman. So uh, the winner will get all of those signed five by sevens. And uh, if you want to win, just go follow our Instagram and you will see the post up there um, and do what the post says and you'll be entered to win. It's just a better way of doing it at this point because the submissions were down. And uh, yeah, so that's what's going on with the giveaway. Uh, we do want to do an ad for Slab City since they did sponsor this giveaway. 
Lab City Sports Cards and Collectibles, our friend Garrett and his wife Tiffany over at Slab City. You can find them on Facebook at graphersaa.com. If you guys need your cards authenticated and slabbed up by PSA DNA, go through Garrett and Tiffany over at Slab City. Uh, I believe they have a full submission coming up at the end of September. You have like maybe one or two days to get that in after the show posts. So if you want to get that in where they authenticate your card and grade the autograph, uh, full submission, September, contact Garrett over at Slab City ASAP. But if you guys need something from Slab City Sports Cards and Collectibles, contact them via Facebook. Awesome, awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the Case Against nominations. We have eight people here. We are going to limit them down to two, and then you guys will vote on which one out of those two we will do the case against. So um, we have Phil Jackson, which a lot of discussion around that. We posted the video of him saying those grandchildren were signing his mail. Uh, that went viral. Well, viral for, te- for autograph stuff, at least. Um, then we have Peyton Manning, which would be interesting, I guess. Uh, Bill Belichick, which I'm all in for that one. Uh, Al Unser. Andre Ware, Colin Powell, Colin Firth, Colin Powell, not Colin Powell, Colin Powell, and Colin Firth, um, and then Jeffrey Rush. So, anybody we can axe off here immediately. Scott, I just want Scott to tell us who should we axe? (laughs) Let's axe Phil Jackson. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Do we want to ask Phil Jackson though? Because since like we're pretty sure they're not authentic. Well, I mean, you can argue. I mean, his grandkids didn't open every piece of. Mail. Oh, you sound like all those apologists in the video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how many grandkids does he have? I mean, he said he gets ten thousand letters a week. I Scott, mean. gives you give your arguments for uh, asking Phil Jackson, just to make well, everybody angry. Not signing then. Well, we some people say that his in the video he says his kids set stuff aside or something like that, and people are pointing to that as evidence that oh, maybe mine's real. So uh, there is some truthers out there for Phil Jackson. Glimmer of hope, huh? Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, we'll take a vote on Phil Jackson, yay or nay. Cut him, uh, Mike. Got said cut. You want to cut him? Sure. Okay. And uh, I guess that's uh, Andy. Yeah, cut. I mean, we'll put him on the uh, reserve list okay. for future cool. reference. We'll cut Phil. Um, Sorry. How about the col- the colon and the colon? How do we feel about colon and colon? I think colon is interesting. I think colon probably needs to go. I like colon. I like colon too. <laughs> we'll keep, <laughs> well, we'll I, keep colon axe colon. Yeah, I like a nice clean colon. Yeah. Well. Is your colon is your colon real? That's the question. Um, so we're axing Colin Firth, and we're axing Phil Jackson, um, Andre Ware, Peyton Manning, Bill Belichick, Al Unser, Jeffrey Rush. Any of those stand out to axe? I think we get rid of Al Unser. Yeah, I was gonna say the yeah the race car guys. Are just... I, I think there's some bigger names that we need to bigger fish yeah. need to fry it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Jeffrey Rush, I would put him in the and he doesn't get a lot of mail. He's an actor. He was in some iconic stuff like um, 
the Johnny Depp movies, the pirate movies. Pirates pirate, yeah, Pirates of Heaven. Um, but he's an overseas signer, so. Well, we haven't done we one haven't of those. We haven't done one of those before. Well, we understand the English handwriting. I mean, they have fancy handwriting over there. It may throw us for a loop. That is, um, see, that's why it would be a good one to. I'm saying pay, Manning's paid on a lot of these now. Uh, so it makes me lean toward authentic. Um, so do we want to ask Peyton? Yes. Okay. I, yes. Um, that leads us with Andre Ware, Colin, pal, and Bill Belichick and Jeffrey Rush. Got, got to ask two of these guys. We haven't talked about Andre Ware. Yeah, you, you can get rid of him. Like big, bigger, bigger fish to fry on. Yeah, a couple more. I'm looking at Colin Powell and Bill Belichick. I'm saying those are the two most interesting. That's that's the two I had. The two, you the know, two, I, two generals. I was gonna say that is such a wide range here. All right. Yeah. So do them up. You agree, Scott? What's Scott's worth? I like it. All right, I do too. Let's do it. Let's let's put the colon in there, and we'll put in the uh, the goat. The colon versus the goat. Who will win? We'll see. Um, so basically, guys, uh, you can go vote on this on our Facebook page uh, or Twitter. That's where the, the polls will be posted. Uh, go vote for who you want to see. We will scrutinize the signature up and down and give you our verdict on their TTM signatures. Um, we'll see if they're real or not. And according to us, you know, we're the professionals. So um, that'll be fun, guys. Go vote now and uh, to find those pages you just go to graphersaa.com every every link to our stuff is on there so uh, you can find our twitter and facebook there um all right moving on to fanatic feedback we have none you guys you fans you listeners submit some fanatic feedback it's been like a month guys it's been a month since we got any voice messages asking questions and we don't want any from mickey mouse so mickey mouse stay away um just go to our, our website graphersaa.com to submit that for fanatic feedback reaper report guys these are the people that passed away over the last two weeks and here is that list ruth bader ginsburg winston groom the author of forrest gump which is a notable one i know a lot of people got him ttm uh larry wilson roy hammond diana rigg and gene budig 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 i've heard it said both ways uh, he was the commissioner of the AL. If you look at a lot of your autographed baseballs from the 90s, you'll probably see his signature on the back of them. Um, so he passed away. So, all right. It's promotion time, fellas. Uh, Andy. All right. Um, check out my YouTube tape. Yeah. Two, YouTube, YouTube tape. Are you you're, yeah. you're living in video. the 80s right now? Oh, man. I'm so, yeah. Check the tape. <laughs> um, I did post a video a couple weeks ago. I am going to do another one that, uh, I did get some more um, and um, coach sketches, play sketches in. So I was just going to do a video just to recap all those so I can um, actually file those away. I think you started also, a movement on those, by the way. What's that? I think you started a movement on those. I've seen more. Oh, from really? Other people. Yeah. Yeah. Started yeah. up. Give me yeah. credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of slowed down on those because I realized how much expense it is to send so many out. Uh, check out my new webpage called Tampa Bay Lightning Suck.com. Um, you guys can check that out. I'm in process. Don't go there. It's, 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 yeah. adult, it's an adult site. Don't <laughs> worry about um, that. But um, that's about it. But um, I will be posting another video in the coming future, though. Very cool. Scott's right, Scott. So it is actually my birthday, so I'm going to promote myself Whoa. today. Oh, hey. Hey. 
happy yeah. birthday, Scott's well, You, you can't just drop birthday. a bomb like that yeah, on the last part of the show, man. <laughs> nice show prep again. Oh, yes. Man. <laughs> so we're we're gonna uh, I'm gonna point you to um, Reindeer Studios on the YouTube and the Facebook and the Instagram, and go over there and wish me a happy birthday. Yes, go check out Scott's work. It's so yeah, awesome. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. He is, he is the man when it comes to artwork and storytelling. He is number one in our hearts. All right, Mike. All right. I just want you to go to eBay and buy up all the Mike Yeza, Yezaminski and Carl, Carl Yezaminski cards and send them to Andy Summers because he's, he's a huge fan, right? Did I say yeah. that right? Yeah, Victor Heeman fan yeah <laughs> uh autographs for a cure uh go go to the website um still still waiting i got about six weeks to wait for some hopefully some big news but we'll we'll talk about that later on so very cool uh and i'm the last one guys go to shuffletrades.com shuffle trades shuffle trades shuffle trades.com submit a signed card get a signed card totally random trade uh, and that deadline is coming up at the end of September. Uh, the trades will be made and sent out, but don't worry if you send yours off today and it gets here after that date, it'll just go toward the next month submission. So you just might have to wait an extra month, uh, but go to shuffletrades.com to get that address and rules. Very easy to do. It's basically sending a TTM without a letter. How easy is that? Uh, shuffletrades.com. Also bargain history. Dot com. That's for all my eBay stuff. Buy some autographs. Got some great cheap cut signatures, especially if you're into 1930s British actors. I got you set, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, and I think we had a good show. Had some good discussion. Got some unicorns down here uh, that are one of a kind in the hobby. And uh, you take care, all of you autograph addicts.